0: Hello, all sentient beings, and welcome to the Transmissions podcast, where we talk about Hasbro, Takara, and third-party
1: Transformers.
0: On this episode of Transmissions, we've got news about a new Legend-scaled RC from Dr. Wu, an upgrade kit for Studio Series Sludge, and is it time for some Transformers-branded watches? Today is Wednesday, June 1st, 2022, and this is episode 488 of Transmissions.
2: Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that would gladly give up having Transformers come with guns if it meant we never had to see another mass shooting ever again. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I do listen to the podcast when I'm not on for the last two weeks, (laughs) Jeremy and Daryl, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hello there. The triumphant return of Apollo, a.k.a. Robo Apollo. I'm
3: back.
2: (laughs) And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast.
1: I don't know what you're talking about, Charles. We I thought we did a very good job, at, you know, and uh, it was, uh, you know, definitely adequate. Uh, it, it was a podcast. Yeah, it definitely counted as a podcast, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk Transformers. And you definitely didn't blame me
2: for everything that went wrong just because I wasn't there.
1: <laughs> well, okay, so
0: we, we forgot to notify Donatrions about the recording. <laughs> Uh, we had <laughs> a contest without me there okay well yeah, <laughs> then, yeah and... ignore that wow. Then we, we we forgot to make some <laughs> posts on Twitter and stuff and all of that stuff you do
1: yeah well we figured so, we yeah, figured it's your, it's you wouldn't fault. want the, you we, you you'd want to like charles up the contest or something so we wanted to have this impromptu contest where you know we were getting <laughs> in and getting out real quick and uh, you know we could do it our way without uh, without you uh, you know administrating it. Mike
0: almost ruined it by trying to win. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Anyway,
2: uh, uh, you know, I, I I was only gone for two weeks, but Apollo, you were gone for a little while, but it's great to have you back.
3: Yeah. Thank you. It's good to be back. I had just a lot going on and you guys know the details and um, I'm in a really good place and I'm glad to be back and talking transformers.
1: Mm hmm. Awesome, awesome. and we are definitely glad to have you back. Mm, you're undergoing the uh, yeah. headmaster procedure, right? You're becoming a headmaster?
3: <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Change on, or whatever. <laughs> Change <Yeah>. is good. <laughs> <laughs> or head on. Yeah, that's what they've shouted <laughs> Yeah. <off>. yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, as always, we started the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and keep, help keep the show going. And uh, another thing you guys missed, there was a new Donatrion while I was out. <laughs> you guys didn't mention him. I'm sure he's a, you know, he's a little bit concerned as to why no one mentioned because he signed up over two weeks ago and didn't I, I get a mention on the podcast. I apologize.
0: Charles didn't put that in the doc.
1: Yeah. So. Well, i thought so i thought i heard about it to- i thought i thought i heard but he he wanted his his name read by charles he wanted the the, the low dulcet tones <laughs> Every- of charles to read his name out
0: everything is so much better when charles reads it
2: yeah that's true yeah well uh welcome chris thank you for signing up we really yeah. appreciate your support uh we hope you are enjoying the perks uh, including. All the bonus Empire of Rust episodes that are out. So uh, if you haven't checked those out and haven't had a chance to get them, you you should already have access to them after you're on the Patreon. So take a look. And uh, if you haven't checked out Empire of Rust, I definitely encourage you to do that because that's an awesome Transformers live play RPG podcast run by our awesome editor and producer, Mike. And the uncut version of Empire of Rust episode 77, The Spark Awakens Part 2. And this is available right now. It's exclusive to Donatron's. It just came out on Monday, May 30th on Memorial Day. So uh, you should already have access as you're listening to this. Uh, Also, if you are just a regular Empire of Rust listener, we've got a special treat for you this week. Because we are putting out our Transmissions Empire of Rust bonus collaboration event. We put, we ran those episodes last fall and now after six months, their exclusively exclusivity deal has expired. So we were putting them out on the free feed. Uh, so we're up to part four of the transmissions empire of rust collaboration. And this episode is to kill a strike bat. And that is the one where uh, myself and Yoshi and a couple of the empire of rust guys uh, did a side adventure uh, that was a, uh, kind of parallel to the main story so not not tying into the main story directly but uh, it is in the same universe so there will be you know some slight event crossovers uh, at some point in the future. so enjoy if you have if you haven't got a chance to listen to that and that's at transmissionspodcast.com/rust and of course uh, at the end of the month so uh we this this is being recorded on the you know May 29th but it's going up on June 1st I guess uh but this we're going to do the Toy Hacks drawing for May of 2022. So we're going to draw a $10 gift code from our friends at toyhacks.com who have been supporting this contest for a long time over 2 years now. And they Thank have you a great our, set
0: for that uh Laser Optimus Prime that they mm-hmm. they just released. That looks amazing. Yeah.
2: So uh we're going to uh, pick a winner. We've got all our donatrons who were automatically entered into the contest and uh we're going to see who wins. And Chris, that you know, you just signed up, so you're already entered in the contest, so good luck. Okay, Jeremy, is your assistant ready?
0: We'll see, because I, I just plugged it in while you were <laughs> we doing the Empire Bread stuff. <laughs> it 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 went off during a meeting, just started playing some music for some reason during a meeting. So I just like ripped the, the chords out. So let's see. Computer, are you ready? <laughs> nope. No.
1: I'm ready when you are. Oh, shit. There yeah. she is. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Boop. All right. All right. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> can, you, can you give us a random number
0: between 1 and 83? All right. Well, this is where the fun begins. Computer, give me a random number between 1 and 83.
3: Here's a number between 1 and 83. It's 76.
2: 76. And that is Levi. Awesome. Uh, goes by uh, a on the discord. Wow. Congratulations.
1: Le- Levi's been on a tear lately. Um <laughs> I think this is the third time Levi's won in 5 weeks. <laughs> so Oh wow. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's impressive. Um I I don't know uh, if Levi has, uh, has has got a uh a, a, a line in on on your Alexa there, uh Jeremy, but so <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um Wow, this is part of the uh, part of the way it, it works. But if you've uh, if you're uh, if you're part of the Donatrions and part of the 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 contest is is that you uh, you get drawn and then you are able to uh, to go right back in yeah. for the next drawing. That's that's part of the rules I mean, we we established right at the beginning. So l- l- just look at Kevin
0: Horn. Did you know he did very similar s- similarly?
1: Thing. Yeah, he went on a tear as well. Yeah, yeah. so and wow. then he
0: won a giveaway we had we were doing at TFCon in person
1: yeah (laughs) yeah so that's uh that's impressive yeah well well done levi i'll uh i the last time he won i didn't even contact him about you know i just sent uh sent off his info to toy hacks to get his uh his gift code and then just sent it to him again so (laughs) so there you go (laughs) well done levi you're uh you're 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 racking up quite the score here
2: congratulations all right. Well, let's uh, get into our toy talk.
1: All right. And first up this week, uh, I'm going to talk about a couple uh, a couple of things. So the first one should be real quick. Um, wanted to talk about a, uh, an upgrade kit coming from a company called Matrix Workshop. This is their kit M-76, and it's an upgrade kit for Studio Series 86 Dinobot Sludge. And we saw this kit coming a mile away. Uh, and I believe even Jeremy, even Jeremy, saw this kit coming. Which is, that's. Um, I mean, if you if Jeremy can pick out this kit, then you, then you know it's a, it's an obvious one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. But this is a kit for Dinobot Sludge that gives him a sword. Obvious. A gun. Again, obvious. Uh, a missile. Which, whatever. But it the main reason you are going to get this kit is because it gives them the the googly eyes that uh, that you see in the eighty six movie. When dinosaur or, or dinosaur devastator uh, punches him in the back and uh, his eyes pop out of his head, that is the only reason anyone is going to buy this kit because it's ridiculous. And yeah, sure, it gives him a gun and a, and a sword, but it gives him the, the the stupid Looney Tunes eyes, and it's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. And you know what? I have the sludge pre ordered. And I want this kit. It's so stupid. I want it, though. Uh, you know, Jeremy, you saw this kit coming. You've been buying the uh, the Dinobots. Are you going to get this kit? I don't know. I mean, do we have a price on it? I don't think so. It, I, it's not going to be expensive. If, right. If, if it's under
0: $15, I might as well get it. I mean, the, the sword looks good. The gun looks good. The eyes. I, I don't know if
1: I would display them with that. There's like a few pictures. If you click through them, yeah. this has uh, come to us via Dime Chalk's uh, Facebook page. So if you click through the, the the Facebook images, you do see a picture of the the googly eyes on the sludge figure, it, and it the, doesn't. The base fit. of the googly eyes yeah, don't fit very well. It's they got to find figure out a way to put them on there, and it's not it's not a hundred percent you know secure looking, but they're on there. Yeah, I mean, it, if they could have
0: figured out a way to like not have the gap there it would be a little bit easier of a sell but it's i mean it's clearly just sitting there mm-hmm. so i don't know the the selling point for me would not be the eyes it would be the gun and the sword mm-hmm. just i mean I, the swords especially i mean the Dinobots need their swords and this one looks great
1: yeah apollo um do you uh did you ever end up picking up the uh the studio series Dinobots, the grimlock um, in this leg
3: i have First, um slug. some of them but um and I'm slowly still collecting Studio Series A6 for my shelf. Um, so I am working towards this. I'm with Jeremy on this. It depends on what the price is for this upgrade kit. Like, I love it. It's silly. Um, I think this is like a reason why these kits need to exist is to do things like this. Um, you know, it's something that, you know, like a funny fan moment, you know, from mm-hmm. the movie. and. Um, you know, I think, I think that's great. Like, so I guess depending on what the price is, I would get it.
1: Right on. And, uh, and, and Charles, uh, you know, this is, this has become an iconic moment in the 86 movie. Uh, surely this would be something you would, you would pick up.
2: Uh, I gotta say, I guess I'm the odd man out. I'm not a fan of the googly eyes. I mean, I, I just, I mean, it's, it's fine in the movie. It's a, it's a little wild take moment. I mean, I just think some animation things don't really translate well when you try to put them into like three dimensional space and, <laughs> and real figures and this, I don't know. It just doesn't look good to me. And you know, it, it's, it's fine on the, on the movie screen in 2d, but I don't think, I don't think this was ever meant to become a real physical object. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of, it just looks off to me. I mean, I remember when, there was a, wasn't there a um a third party company that made a, a sludge that had the googly eyes as an attachment? Yeah, I think all of them have. and <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, it never it never looked good to me. I don't know. So, yeah, it's 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 not for me.
1: All right. Well, it's uh, it's it's going to be out there and I I highly doubt this is the only upgrade kit that's going to be produced for that sludge that's going to, you know, offer these googly eyes cuz it's one of those things that sludge, uh, just seems to be, you know, attached to now. Um, so you got a movie sludge and in the movie he's known for having googly eyes. So yeah. Um, look for these things to start, uh, popping up from different places. Uh, the main thing that I wanted to talk about this week is, uh, there's possibly a new, uh, figure coming out. And I certainly expect this one to be in the, uh, the, the selects, uh, line. Um, although they're they're referring to it as legacy but you know legacy gets to select stuff doesn't it i, th- I think i think they do legacy selects i don't know My, whatever it's, i think i think selects can be from any line right so they have i think it is, isn't isn't it
2: generation selects because generations right. is kind of the overall overarching line right. that yeah, covers all right. of these yeah because Legacy and War for Cybertron are all part of the generations line. It's in terms of these are the lines that are for all the adults who remember the 80s,
1: right? Well, they've they've shown we've got pictures here of a um a remold of uh, I believe it is it Legacy. Which one did Kickback? Is it Leg? It is Legacy Kickback. Yeah. So Legacy Kickback. I haven't gotten Kickback yet, so I don't know (laughs) which which line it's from, but I guess it is legacy. So they've redesigned, um, portions of, of, kickback, uh, and molded it or remolded it, uh, recolored it and turned it into, uh, ransack, which you'll remember was one of the deluxe insecticons from G1. So there has not been many of these figures or this character produced over the years. Um, so ransack is a, uh, another, uh, insecticon, um, and, uh, he's, he's got an interesting G one toy. I've got it and it looks, it looks good, but it's, it's a weird transformation. This use of kickback though, I think really works for him. He, you know, it, it definitely has a, uh, you know, a ransack look to him. The colors definitely help. Um, the way they've done the, uh, the, the wings on him, uh, I think, uh, help a lot too, but, um, yeah, he's, uh, he looks really good. I, I like the, what, what they've done with him, the, um, and, uh, and yeah, so this, you don't often see the insecticons getting, you know, uh, remolded into other things. But if, if that old rule that Hasbro has with, uh, with their figures where if they start a team, they finish a team, we may get all the, dis- the deluxe insecticons here. Um, and that would be really interesting. Cause we like, like I said, there's, I don't think there's, uh, been many of them produced for a while. We got that, uh, uh, what was the maroon one? What's his name. I can't remember, but we got one in like the, uh, Those little chop shop chop shop. Yeah. Yeah. We got one in um, that uh, legends class line uh, a while ago. Um, But uh, other than that, I don't think we've gotten any in in a while. Um, But yeah, Charles, what do you think of, uh, of ransack here?
2: This is really well done. I mean, this looks very much like the deluxe insecticon from back in the day. And uh, it's really amazing how much they got out of that kickback mold and just, you know, really repurpose that kickback mold to make it look very much like the, the, uh, G one ransack. So yeah, mm-hmm. good job Hasbro on, on, re, on, on doing a, a really nice remold and, and retool, whatever, whatever you want to call it, remold, retool, repaint. Yeah. It's more than a repaint, but less than a remold, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looks good though. I right know.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, um, would you be up for a, uh, a, a deluxe insecticon
0: team? I mean i i never had really any insecticons so uh with my tendency to buy generation selects probably um I, I i don't know i i haven't really been out looking for anything lately so i i haven't seen the kickback myself so things like this tend to be easier for me to get because i just pre-order and forget about them mm-hmm. and i think this looks really good it it is a Bit much on the yellow but if the original toy had that then you know you can't fault it for that yeah i think the wings look really good the, the coloring on that the uh, translucent wings looks really good and i like the changes to the the head from kickback I, I think i mean it looks really good i just never had you know any of the g1 Secticons deluxe or regular um so i don't have like this huge nostalgic attachment to them mm-hmm. but you know it it it's always something good to have. I think at least one from the line.
1: Yeah. And Apollo, um, an- another, another creepy crawly coming from the transformers line here. It looks potentially, um, you know, cause there's no uh, confirmation coming from Hasbro yet, but, uh, you know, if they're going to do more insecticons, are, 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 you, uh, are you a fan of the creepy crawly, uh, uh, robots or are you just, uh, are you one to keep away? Cause it's, uh, you know, more <laughs> of a commitment to buying all of them. <laughs>
3: Well, even if I don't buy any of them, like I have an appreciation for there being toys coming out for characters that generally don't get toys. You know, mm-hmm. we, you know, we're always seeing a new Optimus Prime or Bumblebee, and so I like that we're getting other characters represented in the toy lines. Um, I really like the changes that they did to this from um, Kickback. That's um, I believe the insecticons name. And I love how he has um, on this one ransack. If this is indeed him, I love how his eyes are on the side of his helmet and his little um, antennas are just sticking out um, at an mm-hmm. angle. And this the visor. And I think it looks really nice. And yeah, there's a lot of yellow and a lot of, you know, orange with the clear plastic um, as part of his wings. But I think this is really cool. And I think this is a great way for them to like retool, you know, an existing mold they have to make another character. So I'm excited yeah. to see stuff like this. And looking through the pictures, there's one where we're seeing that new um, you know, this one in comparison with the new Alita that's coming out from the um, this new series of toys and you know, so you can kind of compare like you know how he's going to look and i think he's cool bring on the creepy crawlies
1: <laughs> that's a good point about the uh, um just just give me more character more figures of characters that we don't usually see and uh, yeah. and that's that's a very good point to make so yeah like i said this um i i have the original g1 toy and frankly i i'm not sure if ransack got a figure in in like a an obscure beast wars uh you know line or, or any kind of like Armada or Unicron Trilogy stuff. But uh, I know that I don't think he's gotten one for a very long time. So if if ever. So uh, and and I really don't have the wiki up or anything like that to to, to, to find out. I should look since I'm talking about it. I'm talking about my ass here. Um, G1. And that's it. So, so there you go. Yeah. So he's had a G1 toy. Unless I'm only looking at G1 random. Yeah. So I think this was it. I think it was just G1. So that's very cool uh, that they're, there was a
2: looks like there was a there was a G2 and a minicon from Armada, but they're not they're not related.
1: Oh, OK. Um, so, yeah, this is very cool. I'm very interested in this, uh, especially if they uh, if they're going to do the rest of the uh, the deluxe insecticon. That's very cool. Uh, a team that has not gotten any love whatsoever. So, yeah, I'm into that in, into that very much. Um, but that's it. That's all I had to talk about this week. Uh, Jeremy,
0: what do you got? Uh, well, first thing I have is just a little thing, literally. Um, the we, we talked about it a few months ago, Micro Machines doing uh, some Transformer figures. And I think we were all shocked that Micro Machines was still a thing. Um, but they're now showing up on store shelves. So these are, looks like there's three different, or no, maybe more, but they're, they're assortments of four figures in their vehicles from the 2007 live action movie and they come on with a display stand that has a backdrop of something from the movie, like a city scene or something. So um, actually it's not even just the 07 movie. There's some from revenge of the fallen. Uh, So it looks like they're just going through various live action movies. So we have um, like the first set here has uh, looks like jazz, bumblebee um, brawl and Megatron revenge of the fallen has a leader one RC Megatron and Bumblebee. And um, there's another 07 four pack that has ratchet, Starscream, blackout and Optimus prime. And it looks like they're, they're all around um, $10, 50 cents us. Um, not, not that expensive, although micro machines are tiny. Um, but I just, I thought this would be kind of interesting to just talk about. I mean, non-transforming, but they're in vehicle mode, but you know, it's easy to display if you like the vehicle modes from the movie and, you know, they might be in scale for some of the, you know, uh, sets like Omega Supreme and stuff. I don't know. I mean, wouldn't be the same line, but anyway, um, Daryl, did you have
1: micro machines as a kid? And what do you think of these? I, I did have micro machines. I, I really enjoyed, the, them when I was a kid. Um, and I used to play this old, uh, NES game for my micro machines. And I, I used to like that. There was a, a level where you drove around on a pool table and I really enjoyed that. Um, but, uh, as far as these go, I think they're, they're neat. Um, they, uh, remind me a lot of the Jada toys stuff. Um, they're just, they yeah. they're just dinky cars. They're just micro machines. You know, they just, they don't right. do anything. Um, I appreciate the alt modes and the, uh, you know, the, the, I think the best ones I can see out of the, all of this are the, the RC bikes. Uh, right. is it one's RC and one's Alita. I, I can't see the names on yeah. them. One's definitely RC. And I think the other one is Alita one. Um, but, uh, they are probably, I think probably have the most detail out of the rut, All of them. Uh, I just, I look at the, uh, the, the bumblebees cause two of the three packs have bumblebees in them. Um, and, uh, you know, they've, they look okay. But like the paint jobs on the I'm going to call him brawl, but I think he was devastator in that movie. Um, Yeah, that that was he you know, he he looks really bad. Like his his Mm -hmm. his paint job is is really bland. Uh, The Megatron Megatron looks okay, But I mean, in that in that first movie, you barely saw him in that in that alt mode. Right. The jazz looks kind of cool. Optimus, you know. He he looks okay, um, but I don't know. Just they're small. I get it. Um, you can't do a lot of detail in the paint, but I don't know. I just uh, I I for for transformers, their alt modes are like the secondary things for me. You know, it's like right for first they're a robot, then they're a, r- a car or a plane or, or they're an alt mode, and the third thing is a puzzle, right? Um, if you can't do the robot, uh, you know, then you do, then you do the car. Um, but I, if you can't do the robot, then why are you calling them transformers? I don't, I, they're just doing, they're just doing licensed vehicles at this point or, or these weird mm-hmm. space ones. I, I like micro machines. I think they are fun. Um, but I just have no, I have no, uh, connection to these, uh, transformer ones.
0: That's fair. Apollo. Um, you have any thoughts on these figures? Or these yeah. Cars?
3: Um, You know, I always like seeing like more transformers, um, even if, um, you know, if it's not a transforming robot, I know that there's controversy in this fandom on what, um, is considered a transformer or if it can, you know, convert from one mode to the other. And, you know, that whole puzzle aspect makes them fun. But, you know, as someone who generally like collects, um, you know a specific character um cough star scream cough um you know i like seeing different things you know these different collaborations with different companies so um i like these if i see this i'll i might pick it up um when i'm at the store i might i wouldn't go out of my way to get this but um you know if i happen to be in the toy aisle at the store and i see this i'll probably pick it up um
0: yeah I, i'm the same way I, I might get one set just to have and um you know if nothing else it would just it would look nice on a shelf with the backdrop Uh, charles um what about you
2: yeah i'm kind of the same way these are not really exciting me all that much um it's you know the micro machines are are cool they're cute but uh yeah i mean i'm i'm past the stage where i'm you know driving my little toy cars around so (laughs) there's not much i can do with these so, and my kids are all past that stage too, so they probably won't be interested either.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I do have another little thing to talk about. And I think this is what excited me more when I was seeing the topics this week. Um, Dr. Wu has posted up pictures of their new, uh, or of a prototype of their new MS 30 Amy, which is their version of a Legend Scale RC. Uh, this is a 10 centimeter tall figure. And the, articulation I think is just amazing on this. I mean, they, they have done, Dr. Wu has done a lot of work on these smaller figures. And this one I think is probably one of the best. She has like the, the, what they did for her elbow joints is just something I've never seen. And I think it works really well. Um, at at times it looks like it, it looks a little bit weird because it's so small, a larger figure would be able to hide a lot of the, the joints and stuff, but just, the range of motion that having uh, the the way they did the, the elbows and to a lesser extent, the knees, I think is just crazy. Um, but the colors on us look great. She can pose in varied, uh, you know, poses and then the vehicle mode, which has always been RC's uh, like the, the problem with um, RC toys has been the vehicle mode without, you know, making it a shell former her car folds up into a backpack, but it, it looks really good in robot mode and vehicle mode. It just is a, a great looking legend scale car. And then they announced a, um, well, they kind of teased a, a Nightbird repaint with, uh, CG renders of a black version of the car and then weapons that would go along with Nightbird. So, uh, I am really, really impressed with this. I think, um, Dr. Wu has been do- doing some great work. Like I have um, some of the like extremely small uh, figures that Dr. Wu has done. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this um, Apollo. What, what are your thoughts on this RC?
3: Um, I'm really impressed with this RC. Um, you know, it's, it seems like there's always a struggle to get something right with her um, and with toys that represent her, um, you know, with like the backpack or just like, Um, proportions and things like that. Um, I really like this a lot. Um, I don't know what the price point on this is, but I'm definitely going to be keeping a close eye on um, this version of her. Because, you know, right now I think I have the Kingdom RC that's in that scale size, and I really want to replace it with a different one. So, um, I'm going to be keeping my eye on this one for sure.
0: Cool. And, yeah. Daryl just uh, found the link, the pre-order link on Big Bad Toy Store. It's about $45. Oh,
3: okay. Cool. Thanks so for sharing that.
0: that. Yeah. That's not bad, uh, especially for a figure disposable. Uh, Daryl, um,
1: what are your thoughts on this? Oh, I, I think it's it really looks good. Um, the uh, the height, in, you know, you said 10 centimeters, but I wanted to help you out because I know you don't know what 10 Thanks. centimeters is. It's, uh, it's I have, four, I, no idea. Just, just under four inches. So okay. you can, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a good height, you know, it's, it's, it's way taller than, uh, than those little figures that, that you had gotten from Dr. Wu before. So it yeah. looks like they are venturing into that, uh, that, you know, that ever popular legend scale market, um, which, uh, they've, they've kind of tested with before, but. Uh, it seems like they're, uh, they're really jumping, you know, with both feet right now. This, this, uh, RC, uh, looks phenomenal. Um, and, and you, you mentioned it with, uh, with the alt mode An RC, uh, uh you know, an animation accurate RC there, her alt mode has been the Achilles heel. They cannot get it right. And, um, this one looks really good. The, the only thing, and if you're going to nitpick, it's that. It's got a lot of joints on it, a lot of visual joints. Well, it's got to have joints because of what it does for robot mode that, like you said, that entire car, the outer car disappears into a backpack, which is insane. Um, I'm very impressed with this. Yeah. What the size scale this thing is four inches, you know, it's they do some really insane stuff at that site in this size scale. I'm very impressed with what they've got done here, and uh, yeah, this is not CGI. This is you know our CG render. We're looking at a prototype here that they've got, and it's probably ready to sell. Uh, you know, it looks very good. The paint looks fantastic, and uh, yeah, I I think it looks real nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing one of these as well. Yeah, and I should have mentioned this is designed by Mechanic Toy
0: and produced by Doctor Wu. So, oh, cool. Um, I, I'm not. That familiar with, with mechanic toy but I have i do remember their name here and there so apparently they're doing some really ingenious work here uh, charles you are we, we know how big of a fan of rc you are and you know you just you need one to go with your unicron i'm sure so what, what are your thoughts on that?
2: <laughs> this does look really good and uh yeah the the backpack is is really well done it looks like the car mode nicely uh turns out really nice and yeah the I I am a fan of the legends class size figures. Uh, It looks, looks like it's all come together here. I mean, my, my only really minor complaint for this RC is that her arms and legs are a little thin. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I mean, that's not a big deal. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a really well done RC. And for the legends class figure, that's a, you know, that's a pretty great engineering feat. Um, I probably am going to pass on this figure just because uh, I, it's, I mean, I know it's it's not it's reasonable for the, the price is reasonable for the the what you get for this figure, but um, I don't know. Maybe maybe if I saw it at at TF Con and and had an impulse buy, but I'm not I'm not seeking this out online probably.
0: Yeah, I can see that, and, and I do. I think like the arms and really any of the issues that we're finding with this are probably due to it compromises they had to make because of the small size. Yeah, I, I would love to see a deluxe version of this engineering with, you know, what they would be able to do to hide a lot of those defects and, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: you know, it would just be so cool. But that is all I got this week. Uh, Apollo, what do you
3: have? All right. Well, I have a few things to talk about this week. Um, The first I have are some more transformers, legacy deluxe knockout in hand images. And um, this is a new version of, The Transformers Prime knockout for Legacy line. So, um, you know, there are some differences to his design than from Transformers Prime. You know, one of the things is like they didn't have noses in Transformers Prime, whereas in the Legacy line, both him and the RC toy have a nose. This mold um, that this toy is based off of is the one that was used for the studio series Jazz. So, looking through these images, there's one of him. Just doing some dynamic pose with his weapon, which is, I believe, a triton. And then there's him standing next to Jazz. So there's really no height difference there. Um, there's another one of him standing next to the Transformers Prime toy. And um, he's a little shorter than that one. And um, there are some other differences. But I think it's a much needed upgrade. His vehicle mode looks fabulous um As well, like especially comparing it to the Transformers Prime version. Um, you know, when I think of Knockout, you know, like there's that episode Transformers Prime where he's racing with all those other cars. Like this is in his vehicle mode. What I am thinking of. Um, I'm really excited for this. I pre-ordered it as soon as it was announced. So um, personally, I'm I'm all in on Knockout. Uh, Charles, what do you think of this?
2: I think it looks good. Yeah, it's a, it's a good uh kind of reimagining of Knockout. I mean, definitely when you see the the Transformers Prime figure side by side with this Knockout, you can see at least you know from the body it it, it looks very much improved. Um I do think I mean I I think it's kind of weird that they they're like for the legacy line, they're giving all the Prime characters noses, mm-hmm. like just leave their faces the way they were in Prime. I mean, they don't everyone doesn't have to have a nose. <laughs> I don't know. It's it seems like if they're, if you're going for if you're going for nostalgia, I mean, why do why do all the legacy figures have to conform to like a certain aesthetic? Maybe you can, you know, you can have each, you know, each universe that each character is coming from have them adhere to their own aesthetic, you know, from that universe. I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a really minor nitpick. But it's it's a good figure. It looks it looks really good. If you're a fan of knockout, I think this is not a you know this is a a worthy knockout successor. So it's a yeah, it's a good figure. I, I hope they're I hope they'll have a breakdown too to go with it.
3: Oh, that would be cool. Um, I hope so too. Yeah, I don't know why they gave him a nose. Like I know in the. In the comic, in the Wreckers comic, they gave him a nose in that, so maybe they did that to match that comic. Um,
0: yeah. Well, the the vehicle mode is also the same as the comic.
2: Yeah, I think I think the, co- the, the the I think the comic artists got the this design mm-hmm. as a mandate to include in the comic. I think it's probably it's probably the other way around that the toy was designed first, and then they they told the comic artist to make it look like the toy.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and it was, I think it was Jack Lawrence, right, who drew the interiors yeah, yeah. for that. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure why they're giving them noses. Like, and as you said, it is like a minor thing, but it might matter to some people. But I really think, especially <laughs> if you don't have the prime version of the toy, you know, this would be a good one to get. Um, and, you know, those Transformer Prime toys, like, I have some of them, they're not. I mean, they were good for their time, but they're not, you know, toy technologies evolved a lot since then. So and (laughs) progressed. So, um, they're little relics of history, um, and toy design. Um, Jeremy, what do you think of this knockout?
0: I think he looks really good. I did not realize that he was based off of the jazz figure and they did a, a good job convert, you know, changing it, you know, making it almost unrecognizable from the jazz, like just having so many more straight lines rather than the curves and removing the spoiler did a lot. Um, but then also looking at the robot mode between him and the prime version, I'm like that prime version. I thought it was better <laughs> than that. It, it just, it, I guess the years between prime and now I'm, we're spoiled on so many other, you know, good engineering choices and that like midsection of that prime figure just does not look good to me. So I really like the new design. I'm not as picky about the car looking the way it does and the nose. It doesn't bother me at all. I I think this looks good. And, you know, knockout is just one of those characters that is, he's such a good character that, you know, this is one I will book for on the shelves.
3: Thank you for sharing your thoughts on it. Yeah. This is, I'm glad everyone's excited about this. And, uh, Daryl, what are your thoughts? <laughs>
1: uh, well, uh, I I used to have the original knockout toy, um, and uh, and sold it a while ago. The um, and and I actually used to I I liked the uh, the original toys alt mode. I thought that that one was uh, was probably much closer to the uh, the Transformers Prime design. The robot mode was atrocious. Uh, the way that it transformed was just a mess. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the new look, the way that they've G g1ified knockout, um, is kind of in line with what they've, they're, they're doing with legacy and, you know, I've the way that they've done it here, I have no problem with, I, I kind of like the way that knockout looks, um, it does, it's not going to fit into the collection I have going on right now. I'm really only buying, you know, G one toys, uh, you know, within the main line. But uh, or G1 characters within the main line, the um, I do like the way that it looks, though. I, I like uh, Knockout as a character. He was always a fun one on screen uh, in the in the show. Uh, I really enjoyed the uh, the Transformers Prime toys when they came out, and I thought it was a really great line. Um, sure, they had some problems. The, the Beast Hunter stuff was uh, was kind of a mess. But um, but I do like the way that this thing looks in in both modes. And, uh, and the fact that they use the, the jazz uh, figure studio series jazz is, um, as a base is, is, is probably a really good decision because it's a, it's a great looking alt mode. Um, I'm probably not getting it just based on the fact that it's, it doesn't fit into my collecting that I'm doing right now. But, uh, I, I think that it's a, it's a good looking toy though. So if anyone out there is looking to get it, I'm, I, I have no problems with that. You know, it's collect what you want. And, and it's, it, it, yeah, it's uh, it's very, it looks very cool. So, yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, thank you for your thoughts on that. And it's great to appreciate all these uh, transformer toys coming out, even if we can't buy them all. I think it would be really hard to buy them all <laughs> anyways. So it's nice to appreciate them as well. Um, I do
1: have a problem with the size of the weapon. though. That weapon is oh. huge. It's, I mean, I I get it. It's just, it is, isn't that just a little big? Doesn't it seem a little big? I don't know. Maybe I'm just being picky, but it's just, it seems it seems way too big. Oh, it does split into two though. So that's maybe it's meant for two different things. Maybe they're doing a combining weapon thing again. We don't know about.
3: Yeah. I
0: think we we already kind of knew that these John weapons were going to do something, mm-hmm. and some of the other figures we do know will uh, combine.
3: Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for your thoughts on that. Um, I have um, another thing to talk about. It's the Transformers Legacy Deluxe Alita One in hand images and we also were shared some sketches um, from the toy designer on this, our friend Mark from Hasbro and um, so we're going to talk about this toy next so um, I'm looking at these in hand images of this Legacy Alita One and the thing that I noticed immediately which I believe everyone probably did is the backpack or lack of it (laughs) Like, this is one of the first times, like, I've seen, from what I can remember, like, a female Transformer who doesn't have, like, this huge backpack on her back. Like, they were able to incorporate the alt mode into her shoulders really well on this. Um, The alt mode itself, the car, seems kind of short. um, And they do have some comparison images with both. The robot mode with the um, the um, Earthrise Lita one, and then the um, the RC that came out in the previous line, and you can see right away that the backpacks are like huge on those characters in comparison to this one. Um, there's one of her with an Optimus Prime figure from the previous line as well. The car looks kind of stumpy, but from what I remember in the cartoon of G1, it was like that anyways. So I think they were trying to make the vehicle G1 accurate. I mean, it even has like her little head piece as part of her helm on the top of that car. And I know there were a lot of jokes going around on Twitter about that when, that was released, but that was actually in G1. So um, I immediately pre-ordered this one as well. Um, I do collect um, the FemBots. And so I'm really excited to add this to my collection. Um, I'm also looking at right now the design sketches that were provided by Mark Maher on Instagram. And he's the designer the toy designer at hasbro one of them and um i love seeing this behind the scenes stuff for like anything like for you know how something is made and i just think this is so cool you can see the different sketches he has here the 3d model um you know and the face sculpt and you can see that he was looking at g1 screenshot for reference on this so um I think this is a really good j one accurate Alita figure. And as I said, I like pre-mortar this immediately when it came out. So um, Jeremy, what are your thoughts on this Alita one figure and the sketches that Mark provided?
0: Yeah, I really, I really like it. Um, the, I, I'm not the biggest Alita one fan in terms of toys, just because she hasn't really had a lot of good toys. But I think this is probably the the best one we've ever had for her, and um, the colors are really great. And like you said, the the what they do with the vehicle mode, so there's not a huge backpack has been, you know, that that's great. And I'm I'm glad that they're making progress on that. So I'm not I'm still on the fence on whether I want to pick her up, but I, I think she looks she looks really good. And yeah, I love that Mark has posted these behind the scenes things and. Um, you can kind of see more of what went into the designs. Like there's a couple different robot modes here. So you can see where they were working on, like how they wanted the, like the, some of the back pieces of the car to go. So, um, yeah, this looks really impressive.
3: Thank you for your thoughts on this toy. Um, Charles, what are your thoughts on Alita? Are you going to add her to your collection?
2: I think so, but I I am kind of torn because I really don't like the vehicle mode. <laughs> I mean, I uh I do I I do see what they were going for. I actually I posted a picture from the TF wiki in the chat like they there's there's very little of her vehicle mode shown from G1, so it's a very, you know, the image is it's and it's cut off. So you don't really get a good shot of her vehicle mode. So, you know, it was left to their imagination and you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's just the, the kind of, it, it just looks, it looks, it looks like a junker. I don't know. It's, a, it's like, I, even I compare it to like with, we get the sketches, like the, the vehicle mode in the sketch, I thought lo- looks really sleek and like what came out in the physical product, the end product doesn't match the sketch there. Um, but I do, I mean, I do appreciate like something I've been really wanting is more female character models that are, you know, not just remolds of a single, you know, single body type. So doing a different molds of, you know, for more female characters, I think is important. And uh, I do think this, I, I I think this is, she looks really good as, as a robot. I think her transformation looks good, but that car, I don't know. It's just, it's it looks junky. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I, it for it just doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me, but I think I, I'm still going to pick it up because I do want to, I want Hasbro to see that there's a market for more female characters and more, you know, and doing different designs and different characters. So I want to encourage that even if I don't like this particular, uh, vehicle mode here.
3: Yeah, no, thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. Yeah. The vehicle mode is, um, you know there's more to be desired on that like um i think for me it's just like the different bands of color really throw it off and like the red isn't matching like the front red doesn't match the back like i think it was like the same shade of red that would help a lot but um like those bands of color are not um that for me that's not Good, but like I really think they're heading in the right direction with the robot mode, as you were saying. You know, it's really good that we're getting, you know, different molds made for these for the female Transformer characters instead of it being like the same mold or like that they, you know, model the robot and then put the alt mode on her back, you know, so she's like a turtle (laughs) or something, you know. So, (laughs) um, yeah so yeah
2: because i i i bought the the i guess the earth riser netflix alita mm-hmm. one from war for cybertron because i really liked alita one in war for cybertron and i wanted that character but yeah it's just it's just an rc remold and yeah the her she basically she basically just folds up into the inside the the, the rc body you know vehicle mm-hmm. so it's yeah it's disappointing and the, the last, the last thing for this, the, for this mode, I mean, I, I know that he was, you know, he wanted to reference the, the G1, an- the, the G1 animation, but the, the hat on the vehicle mode just looks silly. <laughs> it's, it's still, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it, everything doesn't have to be G1. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Some, some G1 things were really silly and we don't need to, we don't need to recreate them 40 years later. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for your perspectives on this toy. I'm excited that you're planning on getting this. So, um, yeah. And then, yeah. Um, so, Daryl, what are your thoughts on Alita One? Are you going to be adding her to your G1 collection?
1: Oh, calling out my G1 collection yep. right off the hop. Um, uh-huh. So, this one's tough because I have a lot of the same feelings that Charles has. Um, I. I love the fact that Alita is her own uh, figure now. Uh, I think it's very important. And I think that we do need to show Hasbro that we want to continue this trend by buying them all up, uh, you know, and showing that, you know, they can't keep Alita on the shelf. So they need to, you know, do more stuff like this, you know, and bring out uh, Greenlight and bring out, you know, all the other ones and give them all their own figures. But, you know, Hasbro doesn't do that stuff. They're going to, they'll reissue them in different, they'll reissue RC and, and Alita in different colors. And, and they'll, you know, that's, that'll be what we'll have to deal with. Um, on the opposite side of the coin, I, I hate this alt mode. Uh, I, I look at it and all I see is I see a clown car, um, because the, the color palette and you've touched on it there, the color palette is, it's, it's just terrible. It's off. It just, it looks like, um, my daughter got a gift when she was very young. It was like a mini mouse car, uh, with a whole bunch of junk in it that she could play like tea party with and stuff. And all I see is this mini mouse car with this, with this Alita one thing. It's just, it looks obscenely girly and, and sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alita's a, a female character, but she, you know, in the comic representation and in the cartoon representation, uh, she was not a, you know, a damsel in distress by any stretch of the imagination. She was a kick ass character. And, um, I just, I see this thing and I'm just, I look, I, I want, I hear like the circus (laughs) noises for like the clown. the (laughs) Right. That's all I hear when I, in my head, when I look at this, this alt mode, the hat on the, on the roof, like Charles said, is, is absolutely ridiculous. um, And yeah, I see this. I see the screenshot and I I also I don't know what to do with that. The same screenshot, like it also shows the front of her car coming to a a bit of a point, which this doesn't do. So you go with one aspect of the screenshot, but you don't go with the other. I don't I I get it. This is a tough one to do. They've done some really good things with the uh, like you mentioned with the backpack by getting it much, uh, much smaller than it used to be. And she's not folded up underneath the uh the car mode right like you know there's some really big steps forward with this with uh, Alita here because her robot mode looks like an actual robot mode and not just you know a, a female character stuffed underneath a car right um so yeah it's it's there's a lot of pluses and there's a bunch of minuses here too um you know and there's a lot of talk I mean DJ ronin has been talking about it since we first heard about it that you know this is going to be re, uh, recolored into, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, what did he say? It was? Um, Minerva Minerva. That's right. Brought up mm-hmm. the idea and then forgot about it. As soon as I, as soon as I started speaking about it, I forgot it, but yeah, so, um, he's pretty sure that this is going to be a Minerva. So, uh, you know, whatever, maybe that one will look better. Maybe it won't look as much like a clown car. And, uh, I don't think Minerva's got the hat on top either. So there'll be a light bar. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I've, I'm not going to say I'm not going to buy this because yeah, sure. Technically it's in G1. Um, but it's, this one's a tough one for me. It's just, it doesn't look good. Um, but that robot mode, the robot mode does, right? The robot Mm -hmm. mode does look good. So it's a, it's a, if I see it on sale or something like that, I'll probably pick it up. If I don't, it'll probably pass.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you always you and you also don't have to convert her to the robot or the vehicle mode too. Like, but I get it. Like, um, I do think the headlights too. Like, as you said, like in that screenshot, she's her vehicle mode's a lot longer. It's actually mm-hmm. more like the War for Cybertron one.
1: Yeah,
0: like the
3: proportions, yeah. you know. So you know, it, it'd be it really makes interesting.
1: Makes think of RC. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, could also be them trying to G1-ify, right? Like they've done with mm-hmm. Knockout and Bulkhead and, you know, G1-ify, uh, you know, Alita 1. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe this is her G1 mode. Uh, okay. All right. Well, sure.
3: Yeah. You'll have to find color, that mini. colors still suck. <laughs> yeah. You might have to find that Minnie Mouse car and we can compare pictures between that and uh, her vehicle mode maybe that's oh where do we they got it? inspiration from <laughs>
1: <laughs> thing is so pink yeah
3: yeah yeah well thank you for sharing your thoughts on that you'll have to let us know when the time comes and this toy comes out what you decide to do so it sounds like it's a coin mm-hmm. toss at this point um but that's all i have to talk about this week charles what do you have to talk about
2: okay i got a couple of things here so uh First, it's the uh, this is a collaboration with at, uh, G with G Shock. They're a um, they've been making like these nostalgic watches, back to the eighties watches. Collaboration with Transformers, and uh, this is uh, and these are being released in China. Uh, so we've got a bunch of uh, they're releasing a bunch of these watches in um, and they're they all just have different aesthetics for different characters. So there's one that's red white and blue for optimus prime there's one that's uh that's black and white and a little bit of red for megatron and then there was one that's all yellow for bumblebee and uh you know these are uh these are basically uh you know they're just digital watches so it's they, they, it's not like the the time warrior the, the, that old school time warrior watch that actually did transform into a robot sadly it's not that it's just a regular watch with um you know with the the different color schemes of the different characters and then on the back of the watch uh there's a like a, in in metal and the metal plate on the back of the watch the character's uh, face is there and you know so it's it's a it's a you know a little bit of merchandising and and it comes with this um this like Cybertron case uh it looks like the planet Cybertron that you you put the watch inside so uh it's a you know it's a it's an interesting curiosity um not not something I would actually recommend buying <laughs> but it's a it's I guess just a something fun I guess for um uh you know to if you if you're looking for a digital I, I don't know why you're you know in in 2022 I don't know what the market is for like regular digital casio digital watches um you know a lot of people are, are more into smart watches now but if uh, you're interested <laughs> you can check these out. Uh Apollo, what do you what do you think of these uh these watches here?
3: Um well, you know, I'm kind of with you on like what the actual functional purpose is for them. I mean, I know there are people who choose to get um flip phones now so they're not on um a smartphone all the time. So maybe they're catering to that crowd of people that are doing that. But um I think um I think the designs are pretty busy on them like I want to like the Optimus Prime one, but it's so busy looking at it like it's so it'd be too hard to tell the time because it has both the analog, um, you know, interface with like the arrows for telling time and also the digital. Mm -hmm. And it also has the date at the top, Um, the Megatron and the Bumblebees are actually more streamlined because it's just like a digital interface um i like the look of the bumblebee one the best actually design wise um the color scheme and the patterns um my first question was where's the starscream watch because i'd actually might be tempted (laughs) to buy one but um you know but like i think this is just for me personally i think this is for someone who's like a f- real fan of the characters. I, this is more of like a display piece to me, especially cause it comes with that Cybertron um, case for it. I feel like this is like a collector's display piece. Like if you had your Optimus prime collection, you can be like, and here's my Optimus prime watch, you know, um, <laughs> you know, on display here and in its little Cybertron, but um, you know, you know, and, What were you saying? The price is like what two thirty on these each? Uh,
2: I I mean it's not confirmed, but the rumor is two hundred and eight dollars. Okay. Um. So that that's a that's a bit spicy for just a digital watch.
3: Yeah, I mean this isn't like a smart watch or anything. I think if this is like if this is like a smart watch, like if they did a collab with like Apple or something, I'd be. I'd be down for this, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. I do think this is a a display piece for collectors. So, um, you know, it's not my cup of tea um, or my way of telling time, but um, with a watch like this, <laughs> but um, if um, you know, someone has a nice collection and they want to add like a watch to it, go for it. You know, um, as I was saying earlier, I just like seeing these different, collaborations with different brands you know to bring transformers across you know a wider audience of people so um i do like on the back of the watch they have this like etched um face of like megatron Mm -hmm. and optimus and bumblebee i think that's really cool so yeah um yeah so it's not for me but um you know if they had a star screen one maybe i would buy it for a display piece <laughs> maybe but um i don't know for 200 dollars like it looks like it's something that should be like maybe a 100 just looking at yeah. it yeah
2: i mean i yeah I, w- I wouldn't even go that far i mean i, I don't well, know how much it costs to in, to do the the etching on the back i mean that it seems to me that's where maybe some of the expense comes in but i mean it's just it's just a digital watch like you can get those at target for $20 it's not right. like but these are I, I've been looking fancy
0: I've been looking on the Casio site for their comparable designs and like the Megatron one the closest I could find was around $80 uh, the Bumblebee one was around 130 mm. so you know w- apparently watches are expensive if you want them to last and don't want them to be cheap okay. And then licensing and, and the etching is probably the rest of that cost yeah don't forget the case
2: fair enough yes Oh yeah, the big the big planet Cybertron too. Yeah,
1: those aren't free.
3: <laughs> That's where all the the overhead cost is. Is the Cybertron game right? <laughs>
2: well, Jeremy, uh, what do you think? Is 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 this worth it?
3: <laughs> so
0: I know watch collecting is a big thing, and people that collect watches, they you know they're in an expensive hobby. So I think this is designed for them more than us because it's just like you said, it's just a watch, Mm -hmm. but I could see a watch collector that is also a Transformers collector be like, this is perfect for my display. I might wear it every once in a while. Like if I go to TFCon, I'll I'll wear my Transformers watch and stuff, but (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like I have an Apple watch. It's very expensive, but you know, it does a ton of stuff. That Megatron watch looks like a watch that I would have had in elementary school in the eighties it i mean literally it's it, back to the 80s well yeah but i mean i'm just saying like you said it looks like a 20 dollar watch with the transformer stuff added to it yeah so i don't know i mean i agree with apollo that optimus one is so busy and i saw the comparable one like the non-branded casio model that this is based off of it's not nearly like exact same thing like same mechanics but it's not nearly as busy because of the colors and everything. It makes a lot more sense. Just what they're doing with the Optimus one with the design of the arms, the colors, it's just, it doesn't work here. Whereas the regular one, it's a lot more, a lot less busy and it looks a lot better. I think if I were to, to pick one of the three, it probably would be the Megatron one just because it, it is just so simple. You get the date, you get the, the time. What else do you need? But I wouldn't be paying, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't even pay $80 for that. It, like you said, it, it looks like a $20 watch and I don't know for me, I'll just, I'll find a Transformers watch face for my Apple watch and put that on. But the, the yeah, Cybertron I, I, thing is cool. Yeah.
2: I, I'd much, like I said, I'd much rather have a time warrior watch. If someone, yeah. did, if they can re-release a time warrior watch, I would be all in for that. Yeah, I, I, mean, I probably if, would not pay two hundred dollars for that but i'd get it
0: Yeah, if these transform that's a whole different thing yeah but you also yeah. do have that mar that marvel um g1 art on there charles or at least that style <laughs>
2: i mean i mean i i i appreciate the the style and and if you also if you look at the um the promotional video in the promotional video they use don figueroa's art for all the characters too so i i appreciate them using the the comic assets for the art there but I don't, I don't appreciate it. 208 dollars <laughs> enough. Right. Uh, Daryl, what do you think of these, these things? Are, are, do these, do these push any nostalgia buttons for you?
1: Uh, I don't wear watches, um, but <laughs> I have a cell phone that I keep in my pocket. Um, but uh, I I do, I, I can appreciate what Jeremy was saying because I do know that there are people out there who collect watches and I do know that people collect shoes and you know, they, you know, if Transformers has done shoes and they've also done, you know, they do hats and they do all kinds of stuff. So if you've got a, you know, if you were into hats and Transformers, you know, had a hat out, and I know they do, but you would buy that, right? Because it's, it's two of your passions kind of crossing over. So you're into that stuff. Um, these are cool. Uh, they're, they're definitely not anything that I would buy just, but they're, they're, they're a neat little curio. And, uh. Yeah, for people who who do collect watches and 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 that kind of stuff, this is definitely this is definitely their thing. I do have a Time right. Warrior watch though; um, it just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> the really transforms, I'm sure it does. The um, it's the uh, I have I have a you can most places you can find like the the face because everybody took the face out to transform, but finding the the band that's the hard part. And I have one band. I've got like five faces uh, of darkness, um, but it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just have one band and I cannot get one of those faces to work. So I'm working on it. I'm, you know, I'm hoping to have one, but uh, work for TFCon, but uh, um, so I can have a watch to wear at TFCon because, you know, I never never know what time those panels start.
2: <laughs> I mean, this, this is telling me that there's a, there's a market for a re-release, a Time Warrior re-release. So they should, they should definitely, they should totally re-release that figure as a and market it as a market, market that is back to the eighties instead of these. Anyway, I'm, I'm done giving Hasbro free marketing <laughs> advice. Um, uh, I do have one more, fig, uh, one more, uh, item to talk about. And this goes back again to our, you know, longtime uh, fan favorite artist, Don Figueroa. Uh, he, uh, for a while he was doing, um, back when he was working at Dreamwave and doing designs for the war within, uh, series where, you know, this was taking, uh, one of the early times that it was taking the, the original G one characters back to what they might've looked like on Cybertron and getting really interesting new designs for them. And, uh, Hasbro then took those designs and turned them into figures in the titanium line. Um, but that line sadly was canceled uh in uh, you know before a lot of those figures were released and uh, don has dug into his archive and pulled out some sketches of some of the designs he did for those figures uh and put them out on twitter uh in his new twitter account uh, i believe you guys talked about how uh, don figueroa is up on twitter now and and just giving us a treasure trove of old uh, designs and sketches that he worked on in the past
1: Don's what?
2: Uh, and here we've got, he's on Twitter,
1: you know, Twitter, have you heard of it? I'm surprised, you know what it, is. I just, it's, I've, <laughs> I'm trying to convince you to, to, to use Twitter and you don't, uh, you never want to get on there with me, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, well, I was the one who brought the news to the discord. I was the one who <laughs> posted in the discord that Don's on, it's on the Twitter. I, I got no credit for that. But I, that's okay. I have
1: no memory of that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that's okay because everything is archived on Discord. So you can just <laughs> scroll up in the chat and you'll see.
1: We we purged the, we purged yeah. a lot of the archive while you were away. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Don uh, Don has released. Uh, some of his sketches uh, and and it's really cool cuz in addition to just a character sketch he shows like the model of how he designed the transformation for each figure so we've got RC we've got Shockwave we've got Bumblebee uh, and there there yeah there it's really cool to see his design i mean uh, Don Figueroa like Alex Milne is one of those artists who really designs things in three dimensions and you know he, if he's making a Transformers character he's going to make sure that the character has a plausible alt mode and actually, and could conceivably be really engineered. So he's kind of a, um, a third party, uh, company's dream where they can, t- they can just take comic design, like when he, we, they see his designs on the page in the of a comic book, they can just take it and, uh, you know, engineer it into a, into an actual figure. And, uh, yeah, so. I mean, there's a there's a long history of Don Figueroa working for, you know, once he got into the comics, he he was originally working in Dreamwave. Then he also made the transition onto IDW and uh, through that, you know, through those relationships was working with Hasbro's designers and everything. Uh, Later on, that relationship kind of soured a little bit. I mean, there's a you can Google for the story of the drama behind that. uh, But, uh, you know, he's a he's a great artist and uh, it's really cool to see some of these uh, some of these designs. Uh, being shown again and uh, there are prototypes of these figures that were that were shown before that since they were they were not released and they were canceled uh, but and and the tfw 2005 story links to those prototypes Um, but uh, yeah it's cool to see the original designs Uh, so apollo uh, what do do you think of these I, i think maybe these were before your time i don't know if you how familiar you are with the with some of the dreamwave comic series and and Don Figueroa's art but uh, what do you think of these?
3: Yeah that was before my time I mean I have some of the Dreamwave comics that I've collected like over the years but um, you know as I was saying earlier I love seeing like this behind the scenes stuff like this concept art like um, I really like how detailed his artwork is with you know how like for example Arcee's arm would be put together like that's just really cool um and this does you know you touched on this this is reminds me a lot of what alex milne does when he does his character design work it's like you could build a toy from it um you know so anytime we can see any sort of this um you know behind the scenes stuff i love it you know um i love seeing how things work how things are made and um yeah this is just another example of that So.
2: cool Uh, Jeremy what do you think of these I
0: love these designs I I wasn't a huge fan of the titanium line they just I think the ones I had were overly floppy because the die cast metal just made them too heavy but I love the design and look of them and these are cool especially seeing how he worked out the transformations and and just thinking about how to make it look great in both modes and I really, especially like that bumblebee, the the with the Cybertronian alt mode. I just think that looks really cool. Um, and the arm on that RC is very similar to that Doctor Wu, like the way that the elbow joints work and stuff. That was pretty cool to see that he was designing things back then when most mainline toys just had like a single joint for the elbow instead of a double. So these are really great. I love seeing all of Don's. work like this. It's just been great to see on Twitter, which have you heard about Twitter? It's it's a really cool <laughs> thing. It might be going away. Who knows? But for right now it's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> We've got what, like four or five months before it, the, who knows? the muskening of Twitter. All right. Uh, Daryl, uh, what do you think of these sketches? I, I, I guess you've, you've probably already seen the originals because since you're on Twitter so often.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, i I'm pretty, pretty well versed. no, uh, I, uh, I love this stuff. This is, I, I mean, I feel the same way as Apollo. It's just getting the, 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 the tour, you know, in, in the, the background here is, is just phenomenal. And then, you know, getting to see the, uh, the prototypes that got made as well with the link in the show, uh, notes there or in the article notes is, uh, is, you know, these things got to prototype stage, you know, um, the way, uh, Don's mind works is is amazing you know uh you know he he's able to to explode these you know these designs out these these figures out and say no this is this is exactly how you build this arm out and and i love that i you know i i really can appreciate the the genius of of someone who's who's capable of doing that um because it's there's not a lot of people that can do that you know can actually start from scratch, design something and then say, no, no, this is how you now build it. And, uh, you know, and, uh, he's, this is a very talented person that can, that can do stuff like this. So, um, yeah, I'm very, very impressed with, uh, with Mr. Figueroa here. Um, I'm, I'm always curious about stuff that gets to the prototype phase for a line, let's say titanium and it gets, and it gets canceled because titanium, yeah, it had some serious problems. It was a a really bad concept right from the start, Uh, attaching, you know, die cast ligaments or or appendages to plastic joints. It was a terrible idea. It just it Everything was, you know, super having the die cast on the top of the figure. It was so stupid. Right. And it just it didn't work. Right. So so they've got these these designs and these prototypes for for a line that's been canceled. Well, who's to say that they can't take them and put them into a different line, right? They used to do that with, uh, you know, with Beast Wars and stuff like that, right? So they ended up, these these designs got pushed into the next line. Why couldn't they make these things out of plastic? This RC is cool looking, right? This Shockwave is a beast. And this this Bumblebee? Make it! It's awesome, right? I don't understand why they just like, okay, well, the line's canceled, scrap it all, right? make it you got you, the, the, everything's done it's all it's ready to go right are the is it the fact and that this is where my ignorance in toy design kind of you know comes to the forefront are the the mold set for die cast only can they you know can you do you have to then plan for everything to be done in plastic cannot be done in die cast right because you know if the if the the prototypes are, are done you know I assume those prototypes are in plastic. They look it, right? So the something was done in plastic, and back in those days, 3D printing was very hard to come by. So I don't know how they would have done this. Um, I assume Probably they could the still old do resin it. molds. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I just I think I would love to have seen these things and made it into a different line. Maybe the aesthetic didn't fit, but I, I mean, where we're sitting right now, the aesthetic is is Almost right back there. This, this RC could have been put, put into, uh, like even into the siege line, right. Or, or, or into, um, um, wouldn't have been Earthrise, but I don't know would have been one of the recent ones. It would have fit perfectly. The bumblebee for, for sure could have fit into the siege line. Right. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I just, I would have loved to have seen these things make it into a line, uh, after the cancellation of Titan or titanium
2: yeah i mean i think it's also like these are probably these are these designs are now at this point almost 20 years old so they were in archives somewhere i think probably the current designers didn't have the the the, you know the institutional memory to say let's pull out all these designs from Mm -hmm. you know it's it's just it's just coincidence that don figueroa was putting the was digging these out of his archives
0: yeah it would be great to see like daryl said if if the current Hasbro team could reach out to him and be like, Hey, how about we see what we can do with modern engineering and your old designs. And I think that would be a cool, like, um, generation selects thing or HasLab. I mean, HasLab for a whole titanium line, just, you know, you pay, you get all of them, but they work. I think that'd be cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they could, they
2: could ditch the die cast gimmick, uh, you know, call them don'tanium instead, and just make, you know, just make them plastic and and so that they're they're still solid toys you know all right well that's all our toy talk uh for this week we really, i think we stuffed a lot this week so uh we're gonna move on to trips to the store this is where we show off all the cool transformer stuff we got this week we do this as a video so you can see everything we got and beautiful high definition. Uh, but we'll put the audio right here in the show so you can keep listening as we describe everything in loving detail. Uh, but, uh, yeah, let's do it. Trips to the store. The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. Now, before we jump into the stuff we got, we do have, uh, you know, we're on our YouTube channel. We are closing in on our 1,000 subscriber Milestone! We're at 901 right now as we record this. So, uh, if you are watching this and you are not subscribed to the transmissions uh, YouTube channel, please hit that subscribe button. Help us out and help us yep. get to a thousand subscribers. So we're very close. We're just you know just nine, 99 of you need to to take the plunge and help us out.
1: I I just appreciate it if the people who are subscribed to our channel watch our videos. That too, please
2: please watch. Please, that would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be. That would be really nice.
1: Yeah,
0: we are planning more video stuff in the future. We 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 have some stuff kind of in the works, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I I think putting up audio podcasts, you know, on YouTube isn't the best reviews, but we have some some great video stuff coming up. I think so. I wasn't talking about your thing, Daryl. Oh. let's talk about something else let's let's
1: do some great video <laughs> stuff right now yeah. and
2: show off the stuff we got this week so daryl uh we're gonna start with you
1: first damn it all right <laughs> well i'm gonna show off some comics because i got new comics uh this is transformers 43 this is cover b by thomas deer and uh, this is the cover that I picked and I got the bit, got to buy the cover that I picked. So, yeah, very cool. Uh, I really like this Thomas Deere cover. So, uh, yeah, I was very happy to be able to get that one. Um, the next one up. This is Beast Wars number 16, cover A. And I don't remember who did this one. Um, this is the, uh, the one with Optimus Primal on it and Tigertron and Cheetor. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, they're all in here, actually. Yeah, so there's... Uh, uh, Rhinox and uh, Rat Trap. Yeah, do not remember who did, but yeah, it looks cool. Um, cover A. And then the last one I have here is Transformers War's End number four. And this is cover A. And this is by Jack Moore. Uh, this is a really cool cover. I, r- I really did like this one um, with uh, with um not Deathsaurus, standing over uh, a bunch of dead bodies. And uh, I just thought this was a cool looking cover. So very happy to get um, As far as my Toy that I'm showing off this week, you know it. I told you about it last week, but uh, I I'm keeping my word, and this is the combined the combined um, four Moon Studio figures. So um, I did it. It took me a while, uh, over the course of a couple of days actually to, to do it. Uh, not you know, <laughs> I didn't do it nonstop, obviously, but yeah, this thing is so heavy. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's it's solid. It's really solid I'm very impressed with how how much uh, you know work they've done with uh, to put into you know keeping these uh, these figures connected there are like um, tab tabs and stuff that you have to actually uh, push in on the back of this guy to uh, to actually connect the top half to the the torso the uh, the legs there are some insane joints uh, in this thing. I'm gonna show really quickly. I'm gonna hopefully hold it with one hand. It's dangerous. Um, maybe I'll do it this because um, I brought out my MP44 Optimus Prime to try and show for. Um, wow! Oh my gosh! So <laughs> big! So big! This guy is—he's insane! How big
0: so, the MP44 just comes up to the the lower part of the waist,
1: just just below, or just above the knee. Yeah. Um, and I'm just gonna try and do it here because um, the then the knee is huge joint. I love it. I love that. that oh, noise. clicky goodness. And like, like just doesn't hold it. It's a heavy leg.
3: Right? Wow. We're going to start an ASMR
0: heavy. channel now.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. You should do an ASMR channel for Transformer fans. Just have <laughs> clicking joints. Yeah.
3: It's I mean, I got I, chills yeah. from that, like, down my spine. Like, that's impressive. <laughs> My arm is sore from holding this thing up right now. <laughs> I'm also very weak. So <laughs> I imagine um, it weighs quite a bit though. Like, it does.
0: Uh I'm I'm, does I'm, it weigh I'm more than your baby?
3: No. My
1: my baby's <laughs> pretty pudgy. So
3: he's uh, yeah. No.
1: <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I'm 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 really super impressed with um I cannot wait to get the two arms. Um yeah, it's it's so impressive. Uh it's heavy, he's super articulated, he's got a waist joint, right? Uh the head's on here, head turns, you know, there's so much articulation in, in such a massive figure. Um, you know. And then he's six figures individually, which is insane. I'm I'm over the moon happy with this guy. So um Radiatron for the win, I'm I'm happy with my purchase. And he's also a workout. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, uh, let's move on to Apollo.
3: All right, so um, I didn't get any new action figures or Transformer figures, but um, at the beginning of the month, I met up with friend of the show, Mike Seibert, um, who has his own um, podcast called Mike Seibert Radio, and um, he got me some things at TFCon LA because I wasn't able to go. So um, I'm going to show off that stuff. So the first thing is this Starscream bag. Um, and this is all stuff from our Ar- artist alley. Um, I'm not sure who the artist was on this, but it is amazing <laughs> and, and I love it. <laughs> so um, there's that. Um, the next thing that he got me was this is um, I know who this artist is. This is Plushy sheep on Twitter. This is a mini wallet. So this is for like credit cards, photo ID, things like this. I had one of these and wore it out. And so when I saw she was selling these again, um, like I was really excited and Mike got this for me. Um, I also collect her lanyards. And so um, I have a bunch of them, but this was the Soundwave lanyard that. um, That's cool. So not sure if you can see this right but like you know it's got the cassettes it says soundwave um you know it's got all the little guys soundwave on there mm-hmm. but i have all of her lanyards that she's released so far um and then he also got me like a bunch of stickers and um i'm not sure who the artist is for these but there's star saber on there um another star scream i think this is the same person who made the bag um, Beast Wars, nice. and then, um, of course, Starscream Coronation, <laughs> and then Starscream again. So um, that's what I have to show today. So, um, yeah. That's so cool.
1: Cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was a nice surprise, you know, because I was up in Seattle at the beginning of the month and met up with him, and he was like, oh, I got you stuff from TFCon, and I was really excited. Yeah. So thank you, Mike.
2: That's awesome. Awesome. All right, Jeremy, you're up next.
0: All right. Well, I had this last week and I completely forgot about it. So I get to show off this week. I, this is the online exclusive version of Last Spot Standing, uh bought from IDW. Um it's a really cool cover. And I do say I do have to say that IDW's um packing has gone down. Like the quality has gone down because they used to pack it in a, a really nice quality uh bag and board. And this, I mean it's got a A backing board, if you can call it that, but it's so floppy. So, you know, the comic is better than the packaging. And they also, they threw in a Sonic the Hedgehog free comic book day book. um, And it's one from this year. So that was cool. Um, And then what I was going to show off, uh, first of all, we were talking about transforming watches. So I pulled this off the shelf. This is from 2007 and it is a transformer, transforming watch. The battery is dead in it, but it does pop out. And just like the, the old watches in the eighties, um, the thing can somewhat transform. So, you know, I need to probably put a new battery in it just to to have it on display, but it's not something I would ever wear. Even if it was like to a convention or something, one, I think it's too small. I think it's made for kids, but two, it's just so easy to, to just pop out and lose. So it stays on my shelf. And then when, when I thought I didn't have anything to show, um, this week, I pulled out all of my transformers, the movie soundtrack album, like records to, to show off those again, because I have, I have nothing. And unlike Daryl, I'm not going to show the same thing every week in a different form. I'm just showing something I, I might've shown a couple of years ago. So the first, this is, was released in 2015, it looks like. Uh, and this was a rate, uh, um, Record store day exclusive, and I, I like it. Has the Optimus Prime kind of um, just the line of Optimus Prime in there over the logo, but then on the inside it has some really crazy looking art. A Rodimus I or Hot Rod, I don't know what's going on with him, but <laughs> everyone else. And you open it up and you get the Decepticon. Ah, it's so big, but it's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, it, it's in. Uh, two two records. It's got um, the whole soundtrack is split among the four sides of the two records. But it's a red and a purple. Um, and it's not kind of coming through here. You can see the Autobot logo is kind of in engraved here. The Decepticon logo is on the purple one. That's the first one I got. And the second one, I mean, can't have it without having respect to Prime uh, from our pal Jimmers, which. As our old logo on the back. So this was awesome. And then Jimmers was, he's, he's amazing. And he sent us the, some of the test printings. So I have that framed never to be played. Um, but this is the test printing of that album, which is awesome. And then I forgot I had some behind me and then rounding out my 86 movie soundtracks, I have the Cybertronic Spree Transformers 1986 album which is great. Um, This one, pretty cool design too, I think. Yeah. So I got the the blue and white and it's got their logo on it. I think it's really cool. Unfortunately, I I don't have any speakers hooked up to my record player. So I don't think I've I've actually listened to this one on, on the record. I have a digital version. And then the last record I'm showing is the G one series score that they put out a while back. and this is that, that art that looks good from far away, but when you get up close, it does, doesn't look as good. But the interior art looks great. So this has got uh, about 40 tracks, I think. Let's see. Yeah, about 40 tracks among the two sides of this one album. Um, going, It's basically just the music from the show. So it's pretty cool. And one day I'm going to get good speakers plugged into my record player and I can listen to them all but that is all i got This cool. charles what'd you bring home from your trip
2: <laughs> well i i didn't these these are not uh, so well let me let me just start off here i <laughs> of course comic uh war's end number four we're going to review this in alt mode this week uh this is the jack lawrence cover so uh, same one that daryl got and yeah i do like this image here it's a uh, really cool um, and uh, so I did pick up a new toy this week. Uh, not in Germany, just uh, happened to be in Target before I left for Germany. Uh, and uh, you know, got to, got some tunes. did it, did it, didn't didn't did
0: I don't have that on the soundboard <laughs> anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, this is Legacy Blaster, not Kingdom Blaster, Legacy Blasters. This is my first legacy uh figure so uh got him i transformed him and he has a this this is the new packaging with the QR code so i did look up the QR code on my phone worked and it does work and you get a little blaster and eject profile it's they've got an animated gif he's he's firing you know firing blasters there gif oh gif sorry <laughs> no, i do i do say I, gif I don't say I, gif i say I would
0: have I would have done that however you said it. I was going to do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah be, that's, that's great until they forget about it and then they're no longer updated.
2: Yeah. yeah and then the website is dead and the links don't yeah. work anymore. But, but I mean, it, ha- it has all the tech specs from, you know, you remember from a kid, it's a, it's alt mode radio function communications. I guess it's, it's too blurry here. You can't see it, but, uh, origin universe G one. So, uh, That's interesting. A signature weapon, electro scrambler gun disrupts radio frequencies to disable electrical devices. bio blaster loves loud rock and roll. When the music is rocking, he is rolling. Deploys a team of Autobot mini cassettes, strength eight intelligence, eight uh, speed two and firepower seven. So there are his stats. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Blasters and it this is this is seems a bit smaller than the blaster i remember as a kid but maybe it's just cuz <laughs> it, i got bigger i don't
0: know no it um, is but, smaller
2: but uh yeah it's it's nice uh, the back it doesn't look great but there is weapon storage for his guns so you can put his his gun there in the back big plus and it comes off one. <laughs> um and then yeah the the uh cassette door opens out and there is eject so yeah He's a cool. He's a, it's a cool figure. Um, yeah, I'm. You know, I. I it's. I don't know. It's the the. the I, I'm think I'm going to keep him in robot mode because I just. I did want to show the the tape deck mode just to, to show it off, but he. It is a little little squat here for tape deck mode. Well,
0: next next um, week you can show us the robot mode. <laughs> I don't
2: know anybody. I might that have would other things. <laughs> I might have other things to show off next week.
0: Keep mm-hmm.
2: pants on. but uh yeah so i'm all the the tape is i like the translucent uh on eject the tape uh but you know he he needs some toy hacks loves need some stickers on the on the tape it's a a little bit you know a little bit plain yeah legacy blaster that's what i got so i think uh that'll do it for this week's trips to the store We now return to the transmissions podcast. We're back from our trips to the store and we are wrapping up this episode of transmissions. Uh, As always, we end the show by giving a shout out to our masterpiece Donatrions. These are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level on Patreon. And we really appreciate their support, which is why we give them a shout out in every episode. So thank you once again to John Forex Good and DemonTech82. Uh, Also want to thank Apollo for coming back and joining us this week. Uh, Thanks for coming back. And why don't you tell everyone where they can find your stuff online?
3: Yeah, thank you for letting me come back. I needed the break um, with everything going on, but it's good to be back. You can find me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at RoboApollo. I am a fan artist. I haven't posted anything new recently, but I'm working my way back into getting into art. But um, I also like discussing Transformers with other fans. I'm also in the Discord server for Transmit as well. So you'll see posting or commenting um, on posts in there as well. Um, there's also um, an informal Wednesday night, like, hangout session with um, folks who are part of the transmissions. Um, podcast um discord server and it's usually uh, wolfwood and dj ronan are usually always there um so um, i try to join as well and anyone's invited to go to that and that's wednesdays at um 8 p.m pacific standard time um i don't know what that converts to another time zone
1: cool
2: yeah 8 p.m pacific 11 p.m eastern so on the transmissions discord and You can get to our Discord by going to transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Very easy to find it. All right, everyone. That's it for this episode of Transmissions. Thanks everyone for listening. We will see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time.